Really? You, just, you don't like it? You don't like that it's raining? Dude, the rain just traumatizes me now. Ever since oh. my house was destroyed in the Great Flood of 2021. Yeah. And 22. And, 20. and 23. <laughs> that's right. It uh, is a scary thing. Water I just falling, read an article that said the world's going to shit. Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your Oh man. Imagine getting bumped by someone in real life and then they get mad at you and want to fight you. Imagine you accidentally bump somebody. I'd love that. Is I'd love to segue? have that story to tell. I know. And then, <laughs> and then they, and then that person's like, "Excuse me, what do you watch? You why don't you watch where you're going?" And then you go, "Oh, okay, sorry." And then they go like, "What did you say? What did you say?" <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, "I'm great. not a sorry. You think I'm a sorry? <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm a garment? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't." No, I, I, I'm sorry. I said I was sorry. <laughs> what are you done with? What are you done having a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well you didn't ask me how my day was. <laughs> Somebody being rude. This guy's inconsiderate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's some people out segue. there that want. They just want to pick a fight. Well, there's the. You've seen the. There's a Reddit clip of there's just like you know genre of YouTube videos where just the prank videos are now just obnoxious people being obnoxious to people and it's horrible and it's yeah. like you're like I'd rather you just die that's fine just die yeah like we won't I'd just die like Please the guy die. who got shot trying to do a prank yeah just dumb dumb shit like that in public trying to piss people off one was posted on Reddit yesterday of some some skinny little white boy was it the guy call, I the big yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy so who said he was a boxer but like could barely even fucking well, yeah he was this big like white dude looked like butterbean and this guy who starts uh he starts Whoa, calling butterbean never heard about that guy in a minute now, you remember yeah he butterbean. says like excuse me ma'am or yeah, something he starts like saying ma'am he starts calling this big guy a woman and he's like what did you say to me and he gives him like a back and forth chance and he's like i'm gonna punch you and then he punches him just cold clocks him and breaks <laughs> his breaks his glasses <laughs> And then the guy, the, the kid starts like Squares squaring up. up with him and he's like doing this type of stuff. And then out of nowhere, the guy that's pissed off just goes, okay, this is actually kind of funny now. And then they go, <laughs> he goes, this is good. And then they hug it out. <laughs> what the fuck? They shake hands. The little kid like picks up his hat and then they go their separate ways. They, <laughs> all, the they both compliment thing. each other on their punches too. They're like, you hit pretty good. And they're like, that's right. Too. He goes, can you, uh, can you teach, if this happens again to me, can you teach me, like, one punch that'll help me yeah. get out of it? And <laughs> the dude teaches him a punch. What the fuck, man? And it's real? Yeah. I don't, that, uh, I don't, that part's knows. debatable. It's Who knows? so hard now. I mean, the dude, the dude cold clocked him, broke his he glasses. Did, <laughs> he did punch him in the face. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, those, those, those YouTubers, that fair, they don't need, they don't need our... You guys ever see this? Commentary. Dude. I just saw a video of like the, the size of a bald eagle and it was like nuts. What we're looking at now is a is a hawk, I think, that is carrying an entire deer through just the flying air. out there. That was a hummingbird. Oh. 
<laughs> That's a hummingbird carrying a, a praying mantis. It's kind of like, <laughs> what? What if the question is, what adorable-ish, non-threatening animal would be totally frightening if they started working together to take you out? I thought you were gonna now, say, what what cute animal like would be more ferocious if it was like twice its size? Oh, yeah. I've been That's there. classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but imagine like five hundred hummingbirds working together to to, to take you out, and pick they're you all... up, <laughs> just drop yeah. you in ten thousand feet. They they they're all like swarming around in the shape of like a big like evil face. Yeah, and yeah. They, essentially, and they're they, just drones. Dude, imagine they become that like a big flip off hand, and then they fly. In. <laughs> One just flies into your mouth, comes out your asshole. That sound would be the sound. It would probably sound like a chain, like a high pitched chainsaw. It'd be so loud. It'd be yeah. so loud. Five hundred. 500 of I'm trying to think of anything 500 that would be not scary like even 500 ants what would that look like that's got to be still it. a lot of ants yeah you're you like you've seen 500 right ants there. all <laughs> at once oh, yeah. I don't know have I have you stepped on an ant pile is that 500 oh do we have <laughs> oh that's horrible that's right now I don't uh. <laughs> 500 ants, 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 they explode. You know, they just they, they, they explode. They, if they go under fifty-five miles an hour, they explode. <laughs> they go back in time and then they explode. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it says uh, hummingbirds do not necessarily die when they stop flying, but gone. Their ability to fly is critical to their survival so they hummingbirds yeah, have a okay. very high metabolism and require a steady supply of nectar or insects to fuel their flight and maintain their body temperature oh so it's like because their wings are moving at such a high speed them, they have to their, their metabolism is like crazy okay so to you know what extent. they would do they would do what the bees do when the, like an attacker gets into the nest they would hummingbird ball you and then just vigorously flap their wings and cook you to death. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. that's crazy. Why does it feel <laughs> like we just learned that about bees like two years ago at the most? <laughs> Do you guys know. feel like you knew that fact more than two years ago? They definitely don't teach it to you as a kid. They, they kind of keep it. You find out about it later. Yeah, the, yeah. That bees PG. can vibrate you in and cook you from vi their yeah. vibrations. Vibrate you to hell. They yeah. vibrate you to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite ACDC song. <laughs> so, guys, welcome to the Valley Cast. Last week, uh, Elliot, did. Elliot took care of the episode uh, on his own. And he's been known to do that from time to time. And I swear to you, I've never listened to it or seen it every time he does it. Right. And uh, <laughs> this is no exception. I have not watched the episode he did. But 
I've heard good things. People have said good things. It's bonkers, dude. But he was also high on many substances. He was on ketamine. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) He was he was in time being cooked by a pack of hummingbirds. He was using the the like this part of the of his glasses to get ketamine in his nose. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wait a minute. Somebody sounds like a pro during the episode. (laughs) You didn't see that? <laughs> I'm just telling you what I saw. Nobody um, sounds like he knows no references. But I'll tell you, my mom texted me and said, Elliot was so funny and interesting on the Valley Folk. I think everyone should see a medium for dead people. Uh-oh. What? Is that did he, did he talk about that at all? Well, that's what he went to. I forget the lady's name. What's the lady's mm. name? He, she said that she listens to her sometimes and finds her interesting. And says has friends that have gone to see her and they feel better after. I mean, I think it's a spiritual journey you go on a bit. It's kind of like doing ayahuasca. The Long Island medium. That's what it is. That's what. Does she give you Long Island iced tea while you're drink while you're doing it? Yeah. No wonder you feel better when you leave. (laughs) (laughs) No, here have another one. Long Island iced tea is the one that fucks you up real bad if you have too many of them. Yeah, I guess they're all that way, huh? Well, because a Long Island iced tea is literally like, here's everything. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't think I've ever had one. It doesn't taste horrible, and then like after two or three, you're like, oh no, no. Well, because no. it could have a, it, it's deceptively strong because it has that, it has like a sweetness to it, right? Yep. Oh. Bye. And whenever an alcohol has a sweetness, you're like, oh, I can go get a couple more of these. That I love it so much. My, my dad also texted me after Elliot's um, one-man one show and said, what the hell's going on? You made some kind of comment that, like, you guys are, like, you, you, you pissed him off and then you're not friends anymore. And I was like, Dad, what are you talking about? He's like, the, the Valley cast. And I go, uh-oh. I go, was Elliot being sarcastic? <laughs> Because he's been known to have to throw sarcasm into his humor. Did Elliot say something like they're not showing up today because he did the podcast by himself? And I mean, I'm, yeah, he always he always yeah, gives it throws that. in a little yeah. something. And he goes, yeah. oh, OK, well, I, I listened to it. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were joking. Yeah, no. he actually got pissed. Yeah, no, no. He called. Let's me listen to the let's listen, Just listen to, to the ending elliot's that's when he epi- says it well let's listen to <laughs> elliot's whole episode the whole episode that's actually a good idea and we'll do a little commentary while we mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody's doing that <laughs> finally we found a new thing for it's a, <laughs> what's the gimmick <laughs> this week last week or last this week this week last is what week. yeah <laughs> <laughs> last week this week and it's all and there's someone missing from every episode or something it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper yeah. like we, it's like one of those mirrors like where you're looking yeah. in the mirror for infinite uh, we could have ga- we could have guests that like only listen to the <laughs> to the last the week. previous yeah. episode and that's it uh, you guys wow you guys should try doing that on dynamic banter for a month and just see what happens yeah. Dude, that's that would be an insane experiment Mike i watched saltburn last night you know, okay, oh. can I say I have not seen it yet, but um, I someone close to me saw it and said, and I don't want to name Nate, I don't want to drop don't, names. We didn't ask you to, so please do not. But uh, they they went into the movie with the, with the conception, with the idea that this was going to be like an artsy kind of A24 thing, 
but it's really not it's like a mainstream if it's like more of a mainstream movie interesting i would consider it a very artsy a24 swing you think so like like this person was saying moms enjoy it like moms can watch it and not feel like i've heard nothing but good things yeah so you okay well i'm not going to talk about it at all in any way shape or form so other uh guys i did something last night and now let's move on i'll wait till you guys see it i'll wait till you see it you I have don't no opinion to give you don't I have, have okay i do have opinions but i went in i went in pretty unaware of what it was about at all other i don't know anything being, about it also yeah, that's how yeah. other than like people are all talking about it and you have to watch it because of, like it's just part of the social zeitgeist now um, like the dude, like because of this movie, turned around and hosted SNL last night. Like, yeah. So I love that guy though, Barry. That, um, Coogan. that Cal Coogan guy. Yeah. Coogan. You, you, but this isn't is your monster. first time you've seen him, right? You've seen him in many things. Uh, apparently he's on um, uh, Euphoria, and I haven't watched. Euphoria. Yeah, he's been in a bunch. He's been in a lot oh. of A twenty four movies. Actually, yeah. he was in. He the is Green like Knight. he is he a was in... gangly, good looking monster. Like he is. So well, and he's an incredible and... actor. I think we're too. talking about two different people right now. I think Joe is talking about Jacob Eldori or whatever who yes, was that's in who Euphoria. I'm talking about. But me and Steve are talking about Barry Coogan, who's the other guy, like he's the, the short Scottish. Guy. Yeah, the shorter guy who looks Barry... like a monster in a different way. <laughs> is it? Is that how you pronounce his last name? I don't Coogan? know exactly. No, he's Coogan. really good. Keegan, Keegan, Michael Coogan, yeah. <laughs> Coogan, Michael. Keegan. They're both. They're both great performances good actors that's the guy i'm talking about though that yes, guy you've seen uh, that guy the joker yeah. he's he the did, jokester he the joker yep definitely <laughs> seen him <laughs> he the plays jokester. the jokester in uh <laughs> matt reeves batmans <laughs> he's a jokester and he's uh he's a he has uh he's in that movie the killing of a sacred deer i didn't know that which uh which is a really good yorgos lanthimos movie and uh uh, he, he there's a scene where he eats. Okay, you don't know. People don't just get to walk around acting like they actually know how to pronounce that guy's name. Knock it off. You need to say that with less confidence. Try again. Go. It's directed by that guy, uh, Yorgos Lantimos. Yeah, heard of him. Look, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Go on. Move on. <laughs> but Joe or, or Kevin or Elliot. RIP. Have you you guys? Because I talked to Elliot already about this, but he saw Poor Things. But you guys haven't seen Poor Things. I haven't Things. seen it yet. I need to see it. Yeah, I lo- I'm so excited. No, Steve. Please see this in the theater I before know. she goes bye byes. You think it's a theater worthy flick? I do because I think yeah. that people should see this kind of this kind of cinema in the movie theater because it's like a little disorienting and strange and you know when you're at home you can pause it or go on your yeah. phone or whatever and i think in the movie theater kind of forces you to like really like, live in that world and i think it's it's meant to be lived in like that okay okay that and godzilla are my two that i still need to see in theaters before well you know godzilla is, is they're putting out another version of it did you know about this did you what, hear about this what yeah it's called godzilla because the movie's called godzilla minus one right yeah and so the color one is called godzilla minus one minus color that's so funny <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> like all right hell yeah dog i'm in did you guys know why did we talk about this why it's called minus one 
I don't remember it's why it's called minus one. It's not explained in the is movie. Is it because the because of the war? They lo- they're like minus one well, in the war? It is because of the war. It's attached to that. So they, they say that uh, after World War II, after the bombs dropped and then et cetera, um, Japan was at its lowest it could ever be. And they could never go any lower. And then Godzilla shows up. So the minus one is Godzilla taking them below more yeah into the negative below what the the lowest of the low the bottom of the you know barrel yeah it's such an interesting concept because it really is like an entire nation down uh like down on their on their luck and then all of a sudden here comes a big lizard (laughs) you know what i mean It's a big old lizard. It is crazy. That's crazy that that happened to those guys. Yeah. History's weird and wild, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I can't believe that big giant lizard attacked Japan after Dude, the imagine, war. Imagine you're, you're just in this school. It's not well funded. So you like the teachers just get to do whatever they want. And there's really no checks and balances on the educational system here. People are just like, God, we're just glad somebody's showing up in this economy and teaching our kids. But your history teacher is so lazy, so lazy that all he does is show movies. But the movies he shows are like faux historical movies, but he gives zero context and he just treats them like a lesson. And then he puts in fucking Godzilla minus one. Like in Glorious Bastards. Here's your lesson for today. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. And then go out into the world thinking that all of those are real. Is there going to be a test on this? Yes. Just no. No. (laughs) No, there isn't. No, <laughs> but he does show that that class was good because he was showing these movies in historical chronological order. Order, right? Because at first he showed Apocalypto, <laughs> which is where you know the world or began. Two thousand one Space Odyssey. He shows the first five minutes of two thousand one. No, Space he starts Odyssey. with Passion of the Christ, or yeah, something like that. <laughs> what, what movie has like? The uh, adaptation, adaptation, like for some reason, you've seen adaptation, right? Is that the with Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage, yeah. I don't remember a thing about it. Oh, really? It's really good because he like, it's like Charlie Kaufman writing a a movie while the movie's happening. And it's like really, and it's Nicolas Cage playing two Nicolas Cages, twin brothers, Mm -hmm. which is real strange. Uh, but uh, at one point he like is starting the script and says like we open on the 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 emptiness of space and then the earth is formed and and then we watch so it's like he kind of goes through like the history of like the of like humanity so you so could like show that. that part a little bit and then you oh. could cut to apocalypto <laughs> well what I like is that every once in a while there's like a recap day where it's like okay kids we're gonna go back. 20 years so in 1985 he shows back to the future as a historical moment to go back and study the 60s as a recap yeah like there's a movie from 1955 and then after that he shows back to the future he's like oh we go back yeah. to that <laughs> where can we like, fit rise of the planet of the apes in here that where would be interesting that in? hold that thought because Ooh. okay hold on it would be it would be interesting to try to do that to have like a chronological timeline of of earth movie festival or something 
It's like a, it's it's like, a 48 hour film festival. Yeah. Where you go from beginning. It goes to from end. the birth and death of the universe. As much as possible. Totally as much as you possibly can. You know, and actually a 48 hour film festival isn't fair. Let's say you do it over a week. You need right? let's make it let's make it a little do easier. Over a week. This could be a fun in the comments, somebody else do it. <laughs> yeah, like what could we what do <laughs> we start GPT? So Rise of the Planet of the Apes would be in the like two thousands or something. No, because doesn't he go to space, right? Well not in the, the new ones. So you're talking so about the original ones? ones? But if we're going the new ones, then if yeah, you're talking about the original be... ones, then yeah, it would be like 1960 something or 1970 or something yeah. like that. This is what if we combined I... that one with the new ones? Like we start with that one and then we finish on the ones where the monkeys already have Earth. So you so you watch like so you have all the Planet of the Apes movies like that takes sorry, up like half our week though that's that what count. I'm saying it's just <laughs> apes wait another <laughs> recap movie would be uh Time Bandits ooh that's oh, good yeah, <laughs> yeah. last week <laughs> on Earth uh, there's a little review of what we've learned and then you pop in Time Bandits and then you'd have like because I wonder if Star oh, Bill Wars and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Could you put, <laughs> oh yeah, like you just put a bunch of time travel shit in between. Yeah. You could do Monty Python and the Holy Grail like as a long Ooh, time ago one. Yeah, well, that's good, yeah, because that's medieval. what I'm saying. Like, even because Star Wars was a long time ago in a galaxy Ooh, far, far away. Start with Star Wars. You could start Whoa. with Star Wars. Or like it's the yeah. second one. Yeah. Or, or you do yeah, or you do another film festival like the following year. That is alternate dimension Earth movies. So eventually, we just play every single movie. That's every ever movie. <laughs> <laughs> that first film festival has like Lawrence of Arabia and like yeah. Casablanca and like eventually you, Rain Man and shit. <laughs> you just hit me with a. I have Star Wars ignorance, and it runs deep okay. uh, when it goes into the deep, deep lore of Star Wars. It, all of it happened in a galaxy a long, long time ago. Yeah. What happened? Like, are are we like, did did the the the, the universal galaxy crumble? And did like, would they have like a like a reset, like an anti renaissance in the universe? And then like, we're all that's left. Like, how do they? What or are we existing in the future of the world of Star Wars? But. We're just a dumb planet that doesn't realize that the rest of the world is Star Warsing, or the rest of I the think, universe is still Star Warsing. I, I think that's or, what it is. Or because like the original idea for Star Wars, like way back, that predates like 1977's A New Hope, was that like George Lucas was creating this thing called the Story of the Wills, like W H I L L S, the Wills, okay. something like that. And it was supposed to be that like the entire saga of Star Wars was being retold to new uh, like a new generation as like a historical record of what happened in this like galaxy. So the the running theory from like hardcore fans is that Star Wars is being told by R2-D2 because R2-D2 has like was there the whole time and like was there the very beginning so they're saying that like this is so when they say it was a long time ago in a galaxy far far away 
it was like we're just being told something that happened like a really long time ago. Right. Like including the like newer ones with like mm-hmm. Ray and Kylo Ren that, and all those guys is still like a happened. really long time ago. Right. But if it was real, right, which it is, I know it's real, guys. Jeez. It's real. Um, yeah. Star Wars is real. How far are we removed from it as a as a participating audience living in a universe that is not a long, long time ago, but is a right right now ago? Well, they they in the most recent show the uh ahsoka show they like and i guess they kind of did this in one of the cartoons too is they went to like another galaxy and they went outside of the star wars galaxy into like another galaxy Mm. like the one that we like have known from the star wars world and so and it was the first time as far as we know that they've traveled outside of like the known galaxy okay. in Star Wars. Yeah, so I think my idea the Star Wars galaxy. Yeah. Right? And then we yeah. exist in the Milky Way. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the Milky Way. As soon yeah. as you started saying that, I realized that my question wasn't as deep as I thought. There's like a galaxy so fucking big. Like, right. that, that's a Star Wars just in that specific galaxy. There's a Star Wars happening in a different galaxy. Yep. There's a. There's a bling blong happening in another galaxy, yep. and then we're all yeah, that's being... cool, Steve. I didn't know that they did that. Did you watch yeah. Ahsoka? It, yeah, I did watch Ahsoka. I thought it was pretty cool. They did some okay. cool stuff in it. It was pretty boring initially, a little slow. And if you didn't watch the fucking 78 episodes of that fucking cartoon show, like you're a little lost, I think. Okay. Because I didn't, I didn't watch those fucking cartoons. You're talking about Clone Wars, right? Yeah, and like, okay. but like, you had to just watch more than that. You had to watch Rebels Clone Wars and, and Rebels yeah. and like, too many Bad cartoons. Batch. Yeah, I can't do it. I had too many cartoons, and so I didn't watch it. And I still enjoyed Ahsoka because there's like really cool characters, and I thought it was uh, pretty well done. You know, but there was a theory that was really awesome that I loved so fucking much. Oh, yes, that when when they went to like because they were building up to them going to like another galaxy and it was like a build up in the whole season and you're like man where are they gonna go what's it gonna look like what are they gonna do and the, one of the biggest <laughs> most ridiculous theories was they were gonna go leave the star wars galaxy and enter like our like universe there it is <laughs> And, or they uh, enter our universe and find Iron Man and yeah, whole, exactly. And, they, and then they can Marvel like connect. They, they like yeah. go to yeah. They go to like oh my uh, god, Disney would do that. The, yeah, right. and there was like a theory that we would get like an offshoot of like some kind of like crazy real life <laughs> galaxy. Star Wars Jedi lost in New York. And then there was another <laughs> theory that which I still which still could happen and I think is really cool where they go to the new galaxy and then you're like all right fine it's not like earth or whatever that's fine and then they're like they got to find their way back right they got to get back to their original galaxy so when they come back to their original galaxy which has not happened yet they are now in the sequel trilogy timeline like they went back like the time went way fast when they they, like left the galaxy and it catches up with like ray and like kylo ren characters and stuff and then that way you can like reboot like everything and then you could have those characters show up in the it's just a star wars character like slapping people on the wrist going no 
It's <laughs> not how this story. Yeah. No, don't throw the lightsaber. Like, yeah, it's just like a new character stopping all the bad stuff that happened in the you old. Slap Kylo Ren before he stabs Harrison. <laughs> no. And and walking on sunshine is playing as the a whole montage yeah. while they're doing it. <laughs> well, looks like we've got some fixing to do. Seven hours later. <laughs> We're going to be able to make that shit in AI. Soon. I know. We'll be able Kevin, to say those so words crazy. and we can do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like type in like Star uh, It's Ahsoka series connects into the sequel <laughs> Star Wars trilogy where the Ahsoka characters meet the sequel trilogy characters and correct the mistakes of the sequel trilogy. Enter. Right. Go. And then it may, and then it makes you like a two-hour movie that you can yep. watch with your friends yep. and shit. Oh God, the future is so bonkers. The future is so bonkers. The new thing I saw is you take an image and you make a draw a brush over, like let's say it's a picture of a bird, and you brush over the bird, and then the AI makes now the bird like move and fly around in the image. Jesus, and it looks so real. That's the like that deer, like that deer, like the eagle carrying. Yeah, the deer. if you just like drew on that, it would like then animate it and fly it away, and it would look real. Wild man, bonkers. I yep. mean, look, we've lived in a world where people have access to like creativity, tools of creativity, and like there was a time when like when the iPhone did video and it looked good that they were like well now you can make a movie on your iphone you can even do the visual effects and the credits and and, and they've done it and they have been doing it for quite a while it's just like who has the time to like put all the effort into like making like an actual well but that's the thing is that it's not effort now <laughs> it's just like everybody's got the ideas and if you have something that'll shit out your idea people just non-stop be doing it like yeah. once it gets to that level, it's interesting though, because for me, and I know, I don't know if I'm, I'm definitely not speaking universally, but we've talked about this before when it comes to AI, how I think at the end of the day, people will want to know and they'll still connect to human made things. They'll go, Oh, this was something that I agree with that. Yeah. And I connect to that more, but things are going to be so abundant and ubiquitous that it'll be hard to tell. But nonetheless, um, I still think, Knowing that your fellow man made it will reign supreme. But for me, when I see AI generated things and I know them, I it, it automatically only keeps my interest for very little. Like right. one came out this week that was uh, it was like somebody put dinosaurs in every single role of Jurassic Park. Oh, Jurassic Park, Park and it, yeah. And it looked great. So it's like all the humans were dinosaurs dressed as the human the characters. characters and yeah. it was really cool looking but it was like a fun like like sideshow anomaly to me I was it like, almost okay, felt this just is like cool. another internet meme like exactly. a meme that you yeah. see and you're like oh that's funny or cool and then you move on and then i well, moved on and yeah it's kind of how my brain is working with ai generated things right now like i automatically disassociate connection with it isn't it interesting that there's going to be like a, you know, this movie was made with like almost zero CGI or like this movie, this show was made with like all practical effects. And now they're going to be like, and this one has no AI in it. Yeah. Like this movie contains almost no AI. 
And that's it's AI like, oh, I would prefer you. to watch that. <laughs> but it's like the thing is, is like, you know, the the AI that's like video, like you've seen AI video, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's like not there it's yet. Not there yet. It like give it, give it a week though. It's it, happening yeah, so but, fast. But it's been like a few months, and like AI video is like I know it'll be a blip, and AI video will look a lot better. But I think that there's going to be something that's like the uncanny valley that will like affect our brains. Like you said, like people will gravitate towards things made by humans, like organically made created stuff will always be like praised as better art than like whatever AI can spit out. But like, I think that we'll also not, we'll, like you said, we'll be able to tell when something is like AI animated or something or like AI video. (laughs) Well, even now, like CG is like, it's getting pretty fucking good, man. Like even like we were talking about the planet of the apes movies, like those new planet of the apes movies have like all like, cg mocap monkeys and they look incredible you guys have seen these yeah they look real it's like you're watching after a while your brain's like i'm just watching real monkeys now so it's like but there's still a lot of things that are like obviously cg and i think that like that's a good reference point for how good will ai look in the future because we've been doing cg shit for like fucking decades now and it's still kind of easy to tell With that the it's... limitation of the human brain, though. That's the that's yeah, the thing. yeah. That's I mean, I I would be curious to see, but I still think that like you know AI has trouble with a lot of stuff still when it like animates it. Does. It. it looks like dreams rather than but, like of something someone made. That's a good but way my to grandchildren. It. My grandchildren. Yeah. It'll be another fucking story. Yeah. yeah, and we're also like you know, we're talking as. Three slightly older gents, not not as old, but still uh, older in the in in the conversation that we're having. Like the youngins, like Gen Alpha and whatever right. after that one. Like, I don't think that they will. I don't know if their brains will be as like unaccepting of it as ours are inherently. Like they'll just be like, "This is part of life, and it's weird. Why are you boomers fucking what? Whatever. It's fine. It's just AI. It's exactly what's happening. Right? Yeah, and we'll be like." But it's AI, and they'll be like, "Yeah, it makes it'll be like, yeah, I watched yeah. this when I was a kid, and it was yep. it made me happy, and now I'm like, I have nostalgia for it." Yeah, so I mean, and now I'm married yeah. to a robot. Hopefully, I'll be dead by then. You will be, Spoiler. but you know, I want. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Sharpening his knives, <laughs> but uh, I I do love the idea of like because you know I I. In my personal time with my friends, I really love to, like, watch weird shit together, whether it's, like, in VR or in real life or something. It's, like, one of the things I really love. And, um, you know, every once in a while we'll find a thing where it's, like, oh, man, this group, like, edited together, like, all this shit into, like, a steampunk version of, like, you know, Wild Wild West where, like, everything is all, like – edited weird like you guys want to watch that and it's like fuck yeah let's see that weird shit (laughs) like we're at a point now where it's like let's take old things and like fuck with it yeah so like in the future if you will be able to be like type into a movie generator like beetlejuice but halfway through it's like a superhero origin movie 
and then it like mm-hmm. uh, has like a, a end of world scenario that Beetlejuice has to like save the world, and then you hit play, and then you just watch that movie with your friends. Like that's even if it's not, even if it's like not great, that still sounds like a good time. I agree. To, like sit My with a bunch wonder, of friends though, and watch going... some like bonkers brain vomit movie. After what Joe was saying though about like the how much it sticks with you. Remember when Dolly Mini came out and we had like about two-ish months of where we would just literally do that? We would like sit yeah. around with our friends and come up with funny prompts to see- The what Pope at Arby's, yeah. Yeah, like that was so much fun. But now nobody gives a shit about that anymore. It's not cool. Nobody has fun with that anymore. Will that be a similar situation where it's like, you don't care anymore because you had your fun for two months with doing that and now- we've moved on to the next thing. I mean, I guess it just depends on how good it is, right? Because, yeah. like, if it's, like, incredible, because, like, those early mid-journey things were, like, kind of weird. You couldn't see facial features and the right. hands were all weird and shit. And so that that only goes so far. Like, it's kind of funny for a minute. And now it's like, well, now you can do anything. Well, we could do anything before. It just, like, took a little longer to do it. So well, that that's what makes it like a little not interesting. But as soon as it looks like a movie, as soon as it looks like a Marvel movie or like a fucking David Fincher movie or whatever, and it looks good, that's when things will be like out of control. Well, and we're just talking about it from like a, an artist, an art point of view, right? For sure. Telling point of view. What's what is going to behoove the the swift takeover of AI and the people that want to use it is that our short attention spans are already making it. So we're not like really like keeping our finger on the pulse anymore. The art is one thing just because it's it's so in front of us and it's like so connected. Anybody can do art. Everybody takes in art, but it's the things outside of art. that's probably more terrifying that AI can automate take over and, and be used in nefarious, hopefully good ways. But it's like everything from the politics to economics to, to all that stuff where it's actually kind of frightening if, about the applications We're, we don't care anymore because our 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 short attention spans have moved on yeah, right? yeah. we're just talking about the art version of it but it's like it's being used in other ways like real bad but we're i like that thinking about it for sure i just um you know i had stopped using ai stuff for like a minute uh after doing all the mid-journey stuff and then i kind of didn't jump into the chat gpt stuff where like help me write this cover letter or like mm-hmm. you know things that a lot of people are using uh chat gpt for now but very recently we like dipped into it into chat gpt specifically to kind of like ask it stuff, I guess. And I and I hadn't used it in a minute. So it was interesting to see like how much it has evolved even now. But one thing that I found that was actually kind of encouraging and made me feel not so scared about it for the future was that we asked it something that was like, we weren't sure about. And then it told us that it told us the truth. And then it said, be careful with like information, like misinformation. It had like a whole end part where it was like, be careful with spreading misinformation. It could be dangerous. It's not, it's not good. And especially when it's things that are like a little bit more serious, like political issues and things like that. And I found that encouraging because it was like, even though this is a robot that's like searching the internet for this answer or searching like some databases for these answers, 
it was still pretty clear about like spreading misinformation and like being like truthful about it. And I thought that that was good. It is good. I'm hoping that people will take note of that though and continue that practice through other AI things. Cause right. chat GPT is not the only thing out there. It's kind of like that thing that like, even though Twitter sucks now, I don't, I, whatever the fuck it is, but they have that, that thing that like tells you if it's oh, yeah. like fake or whatever. Yeah. I like that. I like it. It, it, it you know, lately it, it has this thing that says like, like, you know, there'll be this like crazy headline that's like, oh shit, like super clickbaity, like, whoa. And then under it, it'll be like, correction. Like it, this is this based is on real. a quote <laughs> in the story that was taken out of context and here's the context. And I was like, okay, well, that's good. That's a good thing at the but very that, least. But even that can be weaponized as disinformation by people. Sure. Like, I don't trust anything on that platform. Yeah, like who, Are you kidding who, me? Yeah, like, who's in control uh, of that? Something about Musk. Musk doesn't like it. He puts that I know. warning underneath. Like, I don't fucking trust that. And we've already anything. seen that. We've seen that yeah. for sure. No way. But when there's things that are, like, pretty obvious and don't seem nefarious. Yeah. Agreed. I, I appreciate it. Agreed. Guys, we just got so deep about it. so many oh things. My oh, my God. Oh, my God. What were we talking about before? Oh. What are we, uh, Elliot? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you know what movie I watched recently? And it might be, like, the best acting I've seen in a super long time Ooh. across all fronts. Is Wait, is Anatomy it new or old? Fall. Oh, Anatomy of a Fall? Yeah. Ooh, I've never heard of it. You seen it, right? I've never heard of it. Never heard of it? Never heard of it. Mmm. What is it? Uh, it's a French film. Uh, half of it's uh, in French. The other is in English. But it's about essentially a woman, a wife of a husband who dies, and you're not really sure how he dies. He fell supposedly off of like their roof, and uh, it's pretty much the story of her being accused of murdering him and her having to like defend her innocence and stuff. But the acting is insane they will who's in it? it i don't name it's like unknown it's all it's french good people okay yeah. that's cool but, i uh, like that they will stay on a shot of just one actor for like three minutes and you are just like sucked into Ooh, watching them. i love it's that so i like good. when that stage happens. play baby yeah it's like it when you so watch joe quinn phoenix acting oh my god <laughs> He has it in his contracts that you cannot cut away from him. Once you're on him, you have to stay on Joaquin for three minutes. <laughs> Joaquin. Speaking and, of Joaquin. Joaquin. <laughs> Did you guys hear that Joaquin Phoenix is playing the Joaquin in the second one? <laughs> the Joaquin. He's playing the Joaquin. <laughs> uh, I, I saw. I, it's you, also that pronounced Joaquin Pohenix. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Joaquin Bohemix. It's not like a Star Wars character. <laughs> oh, Joaquin. Joaquin Bohemix. Bohemix! <laughs> that was a good one, Kevin. You, you recommend it. that? I highly recommend it. Sounds like a snooze fest. I mean, is there any I... boobs in it? <laughs> Just kidding. kidding. <laughs> no, but I know what you're not looking for. I was a kind of the same. Fest, Kevin, looking for a boob fest. So if you ever have something like that, I want to hear about it. <laughs> Balls seventeen. <laughs> I watched. Uh, I watched Joaquin Fewinix. Fe <laughs> 
in uh, in the uh, Napoleon movie. Oh shoot! Did you watch that Napoleon movie? That Ridley Scott Napoleon. Great, Joe. Wait, no, wait, hold up. Pin in Napoleon. Kevin, finish your thought on uh, the movie. We like, mm. we good. What, what's going on? The acting. Uh, no, I just highly recommend it. I spoke my piece about it. I don't want to say much because okay. um, there's a lot of twists and turns, but overall, it's just it's a very good movie. It's Definitely a top, so it. it's like they make dialogue so good that you're down because it sounds like kind of a courtroom drama ish like. Yeah, Which, yeah. I, that's why, like, it sounds like it'd be a snooze fest, but it is not even close to it. And oh, then, I don't oh even care. I, I don't care There's if it's a scene. Yeah, I don't care how slow it's. The it craziest is. I want to see scene it. involving a dog in the world. You the are blown away. <laughs> Does Damn, sound like what a is this movie? Fest. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, maybe like six boobs. Ooh. Like it was one of the craziest. Is it a girl dog? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I don't know. Like, what is this movie? There's like a cool dog scene in it. <laughs> what is this? Uh, I'll see it. Dog, I'll, you mean the I'll dog's watch. acting is impressive? Is that where you're going? Don't mess with. It. Don't don't say any more. And I say know no that more, sounds fam. insane, but you will know what I'm what I'm saying once you. See I don't want to know anymore. I want to go in blind. Same <laughs> with Saltburn. I haven't seen that one yet. I want to go in blind on that one. Uh. You gave uh, Napoleon a shot. You gave it a shot. Speaking. Of, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was fine. That's what Joaquin Phoenix is like not doing a French accent. He's just like doing Joaquin Phoenix. He's so it's like, like a, a kind of distracting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Napoleon. Let's go. <laughs> hey, when are we going to Waterloo? <laughs> imagine uh, it is it's like but it is just him do it's like joaquin phoenix is just jump is just like placed into a napoleon movie and they gave him the costume and they're like go and they didn't give him time to like come up with like a character like come up with character choices or anything he's just like he's just joaquin phoenix and he's like a great actor and he's and you know speaking of good acting like there's good acting in the movie but it just didn't it's not it's Did not it have- like did it have the scale and the grandeur of a Ridley Scott movie? No, then? no, it oh, didn't. Even, honestly, if you told me that was Ridley Scott and I, and I didn't know, I would have. It would have blown my mind. Damn. Huh. There's just no Ridley Scott feeling in that movie at all. Um, but if you want to talk about good fucking acting and good good piece of art and good are you pointing uh, at cherry you're pointing at cherry true <laughs> true detective <laughs> true detective sure. is back true detective is but I, I you know i loved the first season of true yeah. detective did you guys see that first season i haven't watched a frame of true detective dude okay oh, so man. neither had my girlfriend and i was like okay so i do want to watch the new season obviously but let me take you to true detective season one so you can see like what we're doing here. Who are the we're detectives in season one again? It's Woody Harrelson Matthew and Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And it is like, and it honestly, I, I think, I think it was like the first time like huge A-list actors did like a TV show, like a, like a, like a mini series. It was Netflix, wasn't it? I think it was. No, it was HBO. Oh, it was? It's. I think it is, Joe. I we think got, we if, got like House of Cards before that. Like it's there's there. Yeah, but it happened the same before. Time. It happened was, before. That, was that the same time? I don't know, man. I think it was because I had never. 
I had never seen like but such those are a, some those are like two of them coming together. Like that's what I'm saying. Like huge heavy hitter, massive like yeah, galaxies of their own with their yeah, like gravity. guys that you'd never thought would do a TV show like yeah. ever, and then here you have them doing a TV show, and so it like elevates the show to like a level of like cinema because these are like amazing A list actors, and fucking McConaughey is just like incredible in this show maybe i don't know this is kind of a hot take but this might be my favorite character matthew mcconaughey has ever played no and, that's and probably play- a good take right like maybe yeah. a lot of people agree with that he's just an incredible character yeah and you just want to see him when he's not on screen and that's like the mark of like a really well written character and his arc is incredible like it's just a really the payoff is insurmountable it's okay. like such a good fucking show so please it's dark, though those it's two. dark it's dark it is dark so watch season alone maybe season yeah. 2 is season is 2 is Vince Vaughn it's not <laughs> good. and who i don't know who the second i, I don't know if there's it. I'm not gonna watch that. I'm gonna skip it every time because it was. Really? It's, it, it's also universally panned as the worst season of that show, and it was like it made people kind of like forget about True Detective. Oh. So much so, Colin Farrell. I didn't even Vaughn? know there was a third season. There was a third season. Wait, yeah, Colin Marshall, Farrell uh, in? Is Colin Farrell in the Vince Vaughn season? Yes. Colin no, Farrell, I never got Vince to him. Vaughn, Taylor Kish, and Rachel McAdams. Yeah, not. I heard very bad things, and I watched like maybe like two or three episodes, and was like, That's I don't even I know what the fuck's going on That's here. That's how I was. Yeah. It's like confusing. Steven Dorf and Marshala Ali. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's cool. So and then four is is uh, Jody Jody Foster, and I I'm not sure who the other Jody Foster, Callie Reese, Fiona Shaw, Finn Bennett. Hell yeah. Okay. But uh, but I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to watch season three before I get to season four mm. because I watched season one with my girlfriend and she fucking loved it. So I'm like diving into True Detective again. Yeah. And by the way, this is the first time I had rewatched season one of True Detective, and it like it's just it's it fucking holds up. It's dude that it's, one they do a oneer that's like a twelve minute take. That's like dude, an and it's incredible. It's, so it's, inc- cool. it's so well it's done. So cool. <laughs> Very good show. Please watch it, Joe. Watch it as soon as you can. I think I will. I God think damn I will. it, Joe. I'll do it. Joe, just quit, quit screwing around. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> uh, anything do else it. that we've been watching that you watched? Last night I watched I Eric started... Andre's uh comedy special. He put a comedy special out. A thirty-minute comedy special. Oh, really? On uh, on HBO. Stand up. It's like kind of. It's like the Eric Andre show, but live. And did you like it? (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. I love everything Eric Andre does. You love that man. That man can do no wrong. I highly recommend it. It's gross, but it's and it's only thirty minutes, so it's a short watch. Thirty minutes of gross. I started Society of the Snow. What's that? What the hell, boys? I never heard of this shit, man. This what thing's you... gonna go to the top of the charts. You gotta get, get, slow down. I'm an old man. 
<sighs> it was too much shit to watch. It's just about a plane crash. Oh, I just yes, watched yes, so yes, I yes, just yes. watched Soldiers of the Pirate Moon, you know, <laughs> and I thought that was pretty good. Uh, I just watched Sandcastles. Wait, did you? Okay, so I remember what Society of the Snow is now. Did you watch Alive first, Kevin? What? Oh no, I have not. Should I? Oh yeah, Alive is the first go at uh, this story, and it's got mm. an amazing. Well, it's a it's a really really good movie. Ethan Hawke's in it, one of his early ones. How old is this movie? I like early nineties. Did you guys ever seen McMuffin's uh, Milk Milk Machine? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like one of those seventies like wacky like crazy (laughs) dream animated. Yeah. What 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 is this? What is Snow Patrol? Tell us about it. No. Wait, what is it? <laughs> it's a, about a plane crash that happens in the Andes. Oh, and they have I heard to about this. It's the it's the based on, like that movie Alive. Where were you five <laughs> seconds ago, Steve? I, I was thinking about McMuffin's Milk Factory. <laughs> so have you seen Alive? Yeah, I've seen Steve? Alive, and it's so funny because like they keep making stuff based off of that one book that like. There's like a few things based off of that. It's like a soccer team. Yeah. That Red crashes team. in the yeah. Andes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one you watched, right? Yes. Sorry, well, I haven't yeah. finished it. I'm starting. Oh, oh, oh. But it is a soccer team, right? It's a rugby team, yeah. Rugby. Okay, my bad. True story. It is a true story. And I and I guess they eat each other. Mm. In a very erotic. I'm not, I'm not at that it? part yet. You I'm just not spoil at that part, it. Dude. Oh come on! You know that they. You know I about this. The, is a, I read the whole story before I watched. Yeah, it. Yeah, this is a historically <laughs> accurate thing. Why did they all eat the dicks first? That was weird. Because it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is erotic. It was erotic. <laughs> you know, the only way to survive in the snow is to get erotic. Get erotic. Imagine, Guys. you know how there's a porn parody of everything? <laughs> Society of the Blow. <laughs> yes. Yes. How distasteful would that be? Guys, wait, what if that, what if that hell, what if scientists discover that getting, uh, t- suddenly being erotic can help you survive in the, in the, in the harsh Like conditions. getting horny. Yeah, like getting horny, longer. getting horny, and being horny, and doing horny things. <laughs> the healthy, like, is it the no chance of survival survive. is like the chance of survival goes up so much if you can just get horny, and you're just like with three guys out in the snow. Don't worry, guys. Like, don't worry. I, I, I packed. I packed my emergency kit. We've got a flashlight. <laughs> We've got hand warmers. We've got butt plugs. <laughs> I got lube. I got lube. <laughs> this is my two-in-one flashlight butt plug. <laughs> this is a flashlight that's also a flashlight. <laughs> Do you think you could find a way to to switch into to switch into an erotic mindset while no. while you're surviving with some of your boys? I don't I think I would there. use the boys to get into it. I think I would like, just listen, use my guys. I, I, we need to work together to be erotic right now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Why do you keep saying uh, be erotic? It might be a few days before we're found, so it's time to start thinking erotic thoughts. And then you're just like, Steve, the, the lodge, the lodge is like, it's right ten feet that way. Why no, 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 don't look, don't go over there. Don't go over there, Steve. You're doing it again. No, I'm not. No, I'm we not. It's not. This is not what this is. That's not what this is. Come we're, on, man. We have to stay together. Don't we think that's by the fire. Let's we're be right. important here. Let's be important. <laughs> We just threw a log on the fire, Steve. Let's make important decisions and stay alive. <laughs> Let's be important. <laughs> Let's be important and stay put. Oh, <laughs> Saying "Let's be important" is very good. Like <laughs> shush, for shush, any shush. situation. Uh, guys, come on. Let's be important Let's for a be second important. here. <laughs> <laughs> God, hey, you came out of the lot. What are you doing here? I thought you were gonna stay out at the fire and sing songs for a while. Now Steve's doing the thing again. Steve's, <laughs> Steve's doing it. We have to stay together. We can't go. You can't eat. Listen. Yes, there might be a civilization twenty feet away from us. <laughs> twenty feet. But it's safer to stay here and to think erotic than be erotic. <laughs> <laughs> and be important and be erotic. <laughs> That's the title of the uh, podcast. Be important, be important period. Be erotic. erotic. What's the uh what do you guys do you guys have any interest in the uh in the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out? Yes, that's I will no. watch it just Kevin's because Kevin's out. I will watch it just because I'm actually yeah. kind of impressed by the trailers. Like I'm not like, oh shit, yeah. that sucks. Uh, I liked the first one. It was very Spielbergian. Mm -hmm. uh, not the first Ghostbusters, but the first new Ghostbusters. Afterlife. Afterlife. Like, it was fun. It was uh, just throwaway fun, but I'm ex I'm excited just to see where they go with it. It does look like throwaway fun. Uh, you know, Afterlife isn't going to go down in history like the original Ghostbusters will. And, uh, you know, I have, I have low expectations and high hopes. For the new one because it looks like they've they've really sauced up the cast mm. like they've got they've got a nice meaty cast and there there might be some surprises in there that we've yet to uh, know yet interesting <laughs> take to go like the frozen route very, i know i know odd. <clears throat> there was a concept that was like tossed around um for a potential ghostbusters sequel that was like hell on earth it was supposed to be that like hell like like opens up and like all these like ghost demons and shit this come is out. The end meets Ghostbusters. Yeah, and so people really thought that that was what this was gonna be. But what it turns out, it's actually kind of a cooler idea. It's like uh, no, did the the people behind this one it uh, have said that it's very. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> no it. need, no need. It, was just, um, it wasn't what he said. It's how he said it. it it's right. how I said it. But I've heard that it's supposed to be like a big uh, Ghostbusters cartoon episode. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's fun. Like it's like that's where they're kind of like taking it. Isn't that the better place probably to lean into with it? Yeah, the real Ghostbusters. Like it, yeah. like have it be like a real Ghostbusters kind of enemy uh, and see, have it be. It's a good idea if you got the monies and you got the talent and you got the director. I would be so down with a dark like Ghostbusters anthology series. Right? Yeah, like just like, do it. 
like 10 episodes. It's just some crazy Ghostbuster supernatural shit that happens each episode. It's not necessarily narrative. Yeah, give us a monster or, of the week kind yeah, of show. Connected like in a narrative way. But yeah, just give us a monster of the week fucking Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters show. 45 That's like, minutes. And you could have it, you could have it be regional, you know? Like, why can't they do that? Like, Ooh. they're doing it with the fucking Walking Dead. Man. We still have all this fucking shit in the Walking Dead universe. And they keep doing all these spinoffs and shit. It's like, can't we do this with Ghostbusters? There's so there's endless possibilities. You could have regional Ghostbusters, New Zealand Ghostbusters. New you, you could get you can get a new New York team. You can get an LA based California Ghostbusters. Come it on, ha- it has to be handled correctly. And the problem is, and we all know that the problem is, is that the Ghostbusters original movies were were great. They were groundbreaking at the time. They were sci-fi and comedy coming together in a perfect mesh of execution. With a dash of horror. The problem the problem inherently with Ghostbusters is that we are so connected to the chemistry of that first cast that I think we are inherently always going to be disappointed <clears throat> because it's not them. And when you, when you do see them in a Ghostbusters, you're like, oh, no, are they <laughs> ghosts? But there's They're good the casts, ghosts, right? <laughs> there's good casts and things. There's know, good casts. I'm just saying. And, that's, and that's, but that's, that's the, what I'm saying. The like, hurdle. there's a recipe. There's that's a recipe. The yeah. The recipe is good cat, get a good cast, and then you go from there, right? I would say, too, and this is coming from someone who didn't grow up with it, wasn't around when it hit the theaters. Even all my friends, all the people around my age, we never talked about, never heard about Ghostbusters, ever. Like, you had to discover it on your own. There was, like, a... There was, like, like, a void. Even the fact that there's, like, a new Ghostbusters, like, I'm just like, okay... Ghostbusters. There was like, a Ghostbusters I know that void. People used to like that. Um, yeah. But I'm not the only one. I know that like people around my age too, like, are not thinking about Ghostbusters as highly as you guys are. Which is why they put like Finn Wolfhard in there. I think they're, like, they're we trying get to the, get the younger. Yeah. yeah because if you're if your parents didn't like weren't big Ghostbusters fans, then you're not going to really. It's not going to be on your radar. That's what happened probably. with me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but. I'm kind of excited. I mean, I love I love Paul Rudd, and I'll watch Paul Rudd in anything. And Carrie Coon is really great. She was in The Leftovers, and you know she didn't do much in the first one, but looks like she gets to put on the suit and have a proton pack in this one. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm just curious to see what happens. We got Bill Murray is back, and Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson mm. are all in it. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, we don't know to what extent their roles are, but I'm excited to see that. The only thing that really kind of disappoints me overall, as far as the marketing goes, and from what I've seen in the marketing, is that, well, you know me, guys. We got that little, those little uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man <laughs> minion guys. They're back. running running around doing mischief, going ah, me and it's like, all right, we gotta have some Mimu Mimus in these movies these days. Kids uh, can't pay attention unless you got minions in the movie going Mimu Mimu. So I thought that was annoying that they. It seems like they're back, especially because if we're going story, if we're talking about the story here. Those marshmallow guys, the marshmallow, the state of marshmallow man was a uh, a, a manifestation of Gozer. Mm-hmm. And if Gozer is now officially dead, 
then those ghosts, those little mushroom uh, marshmallow guys need to be dead too. Uh, as far as like the story goes, and if they're just there because they're mimians and kids want toys and mimu mimus, then I'm pretty upset about that. I don't like that. It makes me sad and upset. There are mimu mimus in Anatomy of a Fall. <laughs> <laughs> when things get erotic, these these little guys come out. <laughs> they're like guilty. <laughs> they're like little snow guys. <laughs> And that joke is where we'll end the podcast because God bless it. I'm turtle poking. Yeah. And that's how we need guys. This is what we do. The first host to have to touch cloth is (laughs) announces that. And then we end the show. Touch cloth is so funny. We don't always announce it publicly. We have a thread just for this. I'm touching cotton. I got to get out of here. I'm tickling cotton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, guys, yeah. thanks for listening. Uh, Elliot, we miss you. Thank you for good the show man. last week, my That's friend. A good guy. What a good guy. Uh, anything Is to anything. plug, guys? Anything to say? Or um, not yet. Unplug. <laughs> unplug that b hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe's about to drop it, guys. Bye. Bye.